Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. Each week I will share stories, have great conversations with women just like you, and explore different topics on personal growth. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. Hey, beautiful people. How are you today? I've um, had a bit of a scratchy throat and cold cold symptoms, so I apologize if I sound a bit nasally and I might be coughing and spluttering everywhere, but I'm determined to create this podcast for you this week. I've made a promise to myself I'm doing one a week and that is what I aim to do is show up every week and create this content for you so you can also learn how to show up for yourself as well. Because believe me, like this is definitely one of the hardest things I have ever done is being staying consistent and doing the same things every week that I've promised myself to do. And I actually have a little note in front of me that says doing the work to create a podcast is going to be the hardest thing I have ever done and it will be worth it. Keep going. So this is just a little pre-message for you that if I can do it, you can do it. And as usual, I'm here just to encourage and inspire and show you what ordinary people can do and that, yeah, I'm not extraordinary and we can also do amazing things. So today's podcast is based on my own learnings for sure. As usual, everything I bring to you is based on a learning that I have gone through already. And I think that's the best way to learn is to hear somebody else's point of view about something and then go forward with it. Of course, it's also from outside of me as well. Today's podcast is going to be about looking at yourself like with true honesty and just knowing that not everything needs to be changed about you. I know out in the personal development world, it can look like we need to burn everything down and then start again. I just want to tell you that some things just don't need to change. Like this is something that I just have learned recently and it's okay not to change as well. I believe that you are completely worthy just as you are. And of course, we can always improve ourselves. But some things when they're fully pushing up against your values don't need to be changed, don't need to be pushed through, don't need to be, you know, like looked at in depth. It can just be what is. So even if someone else perceives these so-called things as bad or tells you that they're not serving you, it actually is up to you to decide that. Um, And just because someone else has labeled something about you like that, it just means that they've got different values than you and that they've got a different view of the world. And everybody is unique. We all have our own views of the world and not everybody is the same. Actually, that's the beauty of all of us. We're all different. And we all have our own view of the world. Even kids who grew up in the same family and had the same parents, had the same upbringing, have a different view of the world, okay? And there's nothing wrong with you. So that's the first message. But I just wanted to really dive into this because it sort of has this flow-on effect. Um, Over the past few years, I have learned like a heap of new tools and information And a lot of the new information that comes through, like I have this very, 
I'm like a nine on the Enneagram, which if that ever makes sense to you, what nines can see is both sides of the story. Like we really get a full perspective of things and it can sometimes be difficult because it's like, oh, really, what do I believe? I can actually see both sides. And I think that's also a great, like a great skill to have, I suppose. So I have seen and been taught lots of ways to do things in personal development and building businesses over the last few years. And even though something might make logical sense to me, I have been really like feeling into my body and feeling what is actually right for me because there's some things that I have just felt so like this real visceral reaction to and I've got to listen to my body. Like I just don't want to do things or be somebody that I'm not. And I've been having a few whole body no's and I'm going to talk a bit more about that later. But have you ever felt this way when you can, you you know, you have this thought like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I can see why that works. And, you know, yes, it's working for other people. Yet when you are asked to do whatever it is that you're asked to do, whether it be at work, in a job, business, like in family life, whatever, and you're like, oh, that just feels so wrong to me. Like I just cannot imagine myself pushing through that. And when you do push through it, because there are times that we we have, like, and I have, like I spent a lot of last year doing that and it just never aligned with me. So really today's topic, I suppose, when I really nail it down, is actually all about trusting yourself, trusting your body that it has the answers. It's all about knowing and understanding the boundaries of your soul. That's what I really want to think about this topic about. It's like the boundaries of your soul, there are boundaries. So we talk about boundaries with others. We also have boundaries within ourselves as well. You see, we are all born with this innate being, like we are the people that we are. They, we can't change that bare core sense of ourselves. I totally believe that the moment we are born into this world, we are already 50% of the person we become as adults. And actually looking through some statistics online about nature versus nurture. So if you get on and have a little Google and look at some stats, it's very hard to define. Yet what the conclusion is generally across the board is that you are 50, it's 50%. It's 50-50. So it's 50% nature about who you are as an adult and 50% of your environment and how you were brought up and all that sort of stuff. So that 50% is your innate being. When you think of it like that, some things are just not to be messed with. We don't always have to think that we need to change. So that then goes down to this idea of accepting who we are and really focusing on or not focusing on the negative traits or perceived negative traits by others that we should actually change who we are. And I spend a lot of time, especially recently, really inviting my clients to fully be themselves. And what that looks like is actually, oh, they have everyone has so much mind drama about it because they don't want to hurt other people, you know, and be unkind, yet they still want to be assertive within their own innate being. And so it's like this dance, try to figure out how to be yourself and not offend anybody and still be a nice human being. And I promise you that there is a way to do that. It's, it's absolutely a way to do that. Like I know I'm living this and learning to be more assertive 
to align with my own values than ever before. And so if I can do it, you can definitely do it. So instead of focusing on the negative traits that we should change, like remember, whenever we should all over ourselves, it's usually not the right way to go about things. We can start just to start trusting ourselves, like start trusting our body knows the answers. That's basically what I want to tell you. Like our body does have the answers. It is connected to our higher being or our higher soul or however you want to describe that. And it gives you these clues along the way about if you are aligning with them or not. So when you're not aligning with your highest version of yourself, you will feel a lot of discomfort. And it's up to you then to discern what discomfort you want to actually push through and lean into, I suppose, with coming out the side of like a different person, like a more up-level version of yourself or some things I want you to understand that you don't always need to need to do that. You can actually just accept who you are. And that is actually such a blessing to be able to do that. Not everything needs to be leaned into and scrutinized and changed. We're going to evolve naturally. It's going to allow the process of your evolution to be a lot more fluid and a lot more flowy. And you'll have a lot more understanding about yourself, about what direction you need to go. And I believe me, I know that this is something that can be quite difficult because there's lots of information out in the world. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to take you through just a little process that I've discovered has worked for me. And hopefully it can actually guide you in the right direction for yourself as well. So just, I want you to imagine like what things have actually really rubbed up against your values and you don't feel comfortable with, and you are asked to do them. And just recently this happened to me. And usually because I, in the past have always liked to please everybody around me, I'll do, I'll do what I've been told to do or asked to do, like not told because I'm an adult these days, (laughs) but do what I've been asked to do. And have this like happy smiley face on the outside and inside I'm really quite resentful for what I'm doing or it doesn't feel right. And I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, on the other side of this discomfort is going to be success and all the rest of it. Yet sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. And I've come to this conclusion. It's like, okay, right. So some things don't need to be leaned in on and that's totally fine. And like I said, I can see it being great in some circumstances, but not all. So I want you to become the master of your own your own body. And when I'm talking about body, I'm talking like the whole body, like mind, body, spirit, or head, heart, gut, if you'd like to look at it a bit more logically. Tim Ferriss, who is a who is an author and he's got a, an amazing podcast and I think he had a he's got a great like email that he sends out. He talks about this a fair bit as well. He talks about the head heart, gut, like asking your body. And if you get a head, heart, gut, like alignment, and it's a whole body, yes. Otherwise it's a no. If you don't have that three things all aligned and all saying yes, then it's a no. And I love that concept. I've actually been really leaning into that recently and being like, okay, I've really got to listen to my body. My body's actually torn. My heart is torn and it's not saying yes. My head might be saying yes, the logical part of me. And my my gut is saying yes, but my heart, no, it's not in it. So you can imagine if your body is not aligned, you're always going to be torn in that decision. 
And we want you to make great decisions. So that's what how this thing comes into play. It comes into play because when you can trust yourself and when you can really listen into your body and really know that some things just don't need to be changed, you can actually start making great decisions because life is just made up of like a million decisions, you know, one after the other. Like we're literally making a decision pretty much every moment of the day and we want them to align so you can flow through your life with a a lot of ease rather than suffering. So this process is all about recognizing and understanding where your edge is, like the edge of your values and where you're stepping over them. So because it's possible that if you move beyond it, you will be crossing the line in the sand that are your values. So the line in the sand are your values. And when you keep pushing beyond and not going with the whole body, yes, and always getting no in one part of your body, you're actually going against those values and that innate being that you are. So I want you to figure out this true north for yourself. And at the end of the day, I just want you to be yourself because what's the alternative? The alternative being somebody else? That's not possible. Like all we have is ourselves. And so I just want you to know yourself so well that nothing stands in your way. Remember, that's my favorite saying and one that I will keep repeating to you because if you don't understand who you are at your core, then life is going to be full of suffering. And we want to get you to a place where it's full of ease. That's not to tell you, that's not to say to you that you won't feel the whole spectrum of emotions, right? Like I've already told you this in previous conversations, you all, the idea of life is to be 50-50 and that's to experience the whole spectrum of emotions, like good and bad, you know, positive and negative. When you're aligned though, you'll be able to move through those emotions with ease rather than always being pulled up and stuck and feel like you're treading water or going backwards, some people tell me. So my wish for you is always to be yourself. I'm an advocate definitely for changing what you want to change from a place of acknowledgement and choice, but I am not a fan of being someone that you're not. Yeah. So my wish for you is to be the best version of yourself. And that's why I help people with all the time. So this is the thing that's going to be really curious. And I have just recognized this over and over and over again. And you might have, you might see this as well. And it's, the biggest thing that stops people from leaning in to who they are and just being themselves. It's because when you start to own who you are and become that person all the time, like on the outside, like aligning with the the inside version of yourself that a lot of people keep hidden, it's because we are worried that it's going to make someone else uncomfortable. Yeah, when you're surrendering to who you really are, you have this fear that, oh, geez, like I've always been this way, like the way that I've shown myself to the world. What happens when I'm being the person that I actually want to be? I might offend people. They might think, who the hell are you? Like, I don't even know you anymore. And I'm just going to tell you, that's okay. Like some people are happy with change and they're your people and some like with your change that is. And if someone's really disappointed with how you know, you're showing up in the world now, maybe, just maybe that they're not the person for you anymore. And it's okay. Like some people are always just meant for short periods of time while others are there for the long haul. And it's funny because I was been watching this show called Shrill. It's on Foxtel, I think. 
it's just a sitcom. It's just an, sort of a quite an easygoing show to watch, quite short episodes. And it's funny because in this show, the main character, it, it's very much based around body image and acceptance and all that type of conversation by just like girls and boys living life, you know, doing their thing. And what I noticed in the last episode when I was watching the main character, Annie, she starts to find her voice. She actually starts going, actually, I want to be someone different. I want the person that's inside of me to come out. And then it's about navigating what that looks like. Because what happens is when she first starts doing that, people around her start saying things like she's being selfish and bratty and uncaring towards others. And it just is very apparent to me that, yeah, her being herself and openly speaking her mind and using her voice for what she wants to use her voice for, people do feel uncomfortable. People just expect people to stay the same. Like they want them to stay the same. They liked the old version of Annie, the person that was quiet and submissive and was just doing what everybody else wanted and keeping keeping the peace, all that type of stuff. So you can imagine when Annie starts speaking up saying, actually, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm and doing things for herself first, people are like, you're selfish. And this is a common fear because it actually happens in the world. Like people change and then people feel uncomfortable. And so it is not a reason not to do what they, it's just about navigating through that and knowing that nothing is a problem. It's just this navigation. Yeah. It will all work out. Like I always have this belief that everything works out. So to relate that story back to the original conversation about trusting yourself, what I have learned myself is that we change. We are meant to change. And what we are willing to indulge in or put up with in the past might be different to the boundaries that we have now. And the way that you know about that is listening to your body. Just because you are willing to do something in the past or not speak up in the past doesn't mean that you need to keep being that person into the future. You get to choose. If all of a sudden you find your value of, say, respect and you're someone's pushing against that value and instead of being quiet like you normally would, you decide to speak up and it makes the other person feel uncomfortable, that's okay. Like I still want you to speak up and start being that person. And the more that we listen to our body on this, the easier it's going to get because aligning with ourselves is the best. We don't need to always align with everybody else. Well, actually, we don't ever need to align with everybody else. We just need to align with our own with our own being. So trust your body. It's really important to trust your body. Your body actually does not tell lies, okay? Um, side note, <laughs> this might be where you get confused because your brain does. Your brain makes up some stories or, or takes information and makes it into a story that is that keeps you safe. So don't believe everything you think. That is the big lesson here. Listening to your body and not always listening to your brain, like your mind, your internal chatter. That's what I mean by that. So this commonly comes up, like I said before, when you are making a decision. So listening to your body is the best way to lean into making a decision. And yeah, decision-making can be really easy. Like it doesn't actually have to be hard, but so many people, myself included, have this, like, I, I feel like I sometimes get on a roundabout and 
you know, the Griswolds when they go to Paris and they're like driving around about big, huge roundabout and they're never getting off. Well, that's how my brain feels like sometimes when I'm trying to make a decision there. There feels like there's about 10 exits and I don't know which exit to, to get off at. So I'm just like going around and it's stressful and I'm starting to make myself dizzy and sick. And then it just feels so overwhelming to me. So that's how my brain <laughs> like goes through making decisions sometimes. But then there's always the option of you getting off on an exit. Just choose an exit. Like you can really just choose an exit. There doesn't have to be the end of the world if you go down that exit and you decide to do a U-turn and go back down another one. It's totally okay. But that's how a brain can can happen. We can get on this wheel and it just spins and spins and spins and spins. I want to tell you that making decisions can be easy. I've already said that. And I also want to tell you that sometimes our decisions that we make for ourselves, listening to our body, can seem illogical on the outside. So you might make a decision and the person closest to you, your husband, your father, your parent, your best friend might be like, that is the stupidest decision ever. And you can hear that and then want to get back on that spinning wheel again, like back into the roundabout thinking, oh my God, I've made the wrong decision. Yet we can actually just still decide just because it's illogical to somebody else, it's okay for us. We we know it's a whole body yes. So here's a few things that have helped me by for making decisions because if we start at the very top, it's like I really want you to be yourself. Some things you don't need to lean into and change all the time. You can actually just learn to trust yourself and surrender that your body knows the answers. So it filters right down to this point of decision-making. So when you're making decisions, and like I said, decisions are made every minute of the day. Some are bigger than others and have more impact than others, yet you are making decisions all the time. And when you do get to that point where you can feel yourself on this spinning or the spinning wheel or in the roundabout, I want you to just practice what I'm going to teach you right now to get through making a decision to be aligned with you. So the first thing is like recognize what decision you're you're attempting to make, like what decision you have to make and just get really clear about what you want out of the decision and get clear on what you want out of the decision. What is the result of the decision? And then I want you to do these few things. First thing is pull your brain up on the internal chatter. So like I said, about the the roundabout and that's your internal chatter and you've got all the exits and you don't know which one to do and you can feel yourself like spinning around and around. Firstly, I want you to be like, okay, brain, thanks. Thanks for all the information and I don't need that right now. And so just keep pulling yourself up on that. Like however you want to do it, it's up to you. But my, I'm like, oh yes, thank you. I've got, I've got it. I can understand it. It's like taking a few deep breaths and be like, okay, it's fine. We don't have to listen to every single thing our brains tell us because remember, our brain tells us lots of stories. And then the next thing is to cease any action taking immediately. So I'm a real action person. So something will happen and I'll have like a, a like a, a yes, but might not be a full body yes, and I'll take action on it immediately. And actually what I want you to do first is to not take action immediately. Like I want you to sit on the decision even if it's a couple of hours or overnight or something like that, if you're a person that takes action a lot and then maybe regrets it afterwards, this this point is for you. So take no immediate action and then ask the universe out loud what you need help with. And 
This is a great practice because it actually gets, you get clarity about what you need help with and then it just puts it out there into the universe and allows you to just speak what you want. So for example, you know, hey, I'm buying a new car and want to decide between a Prado and a Range Rover. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just making my choice known that either of those options are going to be great and I want to know which one is best for me and that's the decision I'm making. So just something really simple like that. So put it out into the universe and then surrender. What does surrender look, look like? And this is going to be the part that's going to be the most difficult for everybody listening to this. It's clearing your energy by taking a walk. You know, we get pent up energy, especially when we've got lots of emotions in our body, be it negative or positive, because we can be excited about buying a new car, yet feel anxious about buying the wrong car. So clear your energy, take yourself for a walk, go to the gym, do some meditation, however you like to clear your energy, but just surrender into it. Ask for what you you want out loud by talking to the universe and then just surrender into knowing that you'll find the answer. This is really hard. Like it's really difficult because we want to be controlling everything. And if you label yourself as a control freak, this is going to be super hard, but I want you also to try it. When you feel like you have fully stepped into like the faith and feeling that you have surrendered, that you're, yeah, you know what you need to do and you trust that you will come to the right decision, I want you to start tapping into how your body feels. And then you make the decision when you feel the whole body align. So back to Tim Ferriss, when he says, it's, if it's not a whole body, yes, then it's a no. And a whole body, yes, looks like head, heart, gut. Okay. So when you get all three of those aligned and you're like, oh yeah, this is a full body, yes. Then you make that decision. Firstly, you might actually have the full body, no. So if you're like, I'm going to buy a Prado. And then you you can feel this full body no, like you can feel that resistance. I can I can guarantee you you'll feel it. Then you know you need to ask you ask yourself the next question. So remember, it's head, heart, gut. That's the full body yes. And when you're ready, ask yourself, is this right for me? I want you to take everybody else out of the equation, and I want you to ask yourself, is this right for me? And then you'll get your full body answer. Once you've got your answer, there are also a few steps afterwards. The first thing is to take action as soon as you've decided. Ask yourself, what is one thing that I can do right now to bring this into reality? And then go do it. Take the action really quickly. And I'm talking about no delay. We delayed action early on until you got your full body answer. And now we're taking action immediately. Because you know what happens if you don't take action immediately? You'll get back on the roundabout. Off you go again. <laughs> You'll be like the Griswolds going around, round, around the roundabout. So then you also have to practice owning your new decision because what's going to happen, like I said, you'll be back on the roundabout and old thought patterns will attempt to hook you in again. Like, oh, what if uh, all the bad things? What if this? What if that? Then on top of that, you also have to practice being the person daily who has made and owned this decision. So when people ask you about what car you bought, you're like, hey, I bought a Range Rover. And even if they say, wow, like that's an expensive car. Like, can you really afford it? It's like, yeah, great. I love my Range Rover. It's going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm really glad with my decision. Okay. So it's like being the person that made the decision. Even if you haven't got the Range Rover yet, you still 
act and be that person daily. And then once you've done all that, it's just about really trusting yourself and practicing this type of thing. So I'm going to quickly go through these steps again. So when you're in a space where you need to make a decision, the first step is to pull your brain up on any internal chatter. The next step is to pause any action. So no action is to be taken immediately. Then you need to ask the universe out loud for what you want. Then the next step is to surrender and trust that you will decide what is right for you. Then once you've made the decision, you will feel the whole body yes. Maybe the whole body no at first and then the whole body yes. And when you're ready, after the whole body yes, to confirm that you have to ask, is this right for me? To get that full body answer. And then after you've decided, you are going to take action immediately to bring it into reality. You then have to practice owning your decision, not get back on that roundabout. And you do that by being and practicing the person who has made that decision. And to help you, I want you to think this thought on purpose. This is the thought I'm going to leave you for the week so you can go out and practice. And that thought is, I trust myself and I wake up every day to please me and the highest version of myself. Now go out, be yourself, make decisions and enjoy life without all the drama. Okay, my friends, I hope that was helpful. I'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to More Life, Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable, where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to bed-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.